Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 24 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. You are not alone. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Well, this is the last episode of season two, and this one truly comes from the heart. Over the past few weeks, since the COVID-19 pandemic started to escalate, I have experienced fear with shopkeepers, I've encouraged shopkeepers, I've cried with many shopkeepers, and personally, I've experienced all of these emotions and everything in between. The first two weeks after my sister and I decided to temporarily close our store were definitely the hardest. It was an adjustment at home and professionally. This has not been easy, and the one thing I've learned is that we're all experiencing different fears, different emotions, and at different times, because it really just depends on where you live, what state you're in, what region you're in, what country you're in. My intention for this episode is not to be a Debbie Downer. I promise that. But it's to let you know that you are not alone in this. That what you're experiencing or feeling is what many of us are experiencing. It's about acknowledging your emotions and feelings, but then offering solutions on how to turn it around. So today I want to share some of the things you as a shopkeeper, or really even you as a human being, might be experiencing. And the first one is, I'm panicking or overwhelmed because I was not prepared to sell online. If this is you, I'm going to ask you to go back and listen to episodes 22 and 23. The tips and information in there should help. And then I'm going to ask you not to panic, and I know it's easier said than done. If your store is closed, you will actually have more time. So use it wisely and don't overwhelm yourself with panic. The best thing you can do is to create a plan, write it down on paper, and start chipping away. Taking action, even if it's one step at a time, will help with the feeling of overwhelm, and it will push you forward. The next one is, I feel like my business is insignificant, so it doesn't feel right to sell. And to that, I want to say that your customers want to feel good right now, and they want a sense of normalcy too. Part of that might mean supporting small businesses or shopping as usual, so don't take this away from them. Remember they love and support you for a reason. Embrace this and don't feel shame in selling. You do want to change your messaging right now. So you want to acknowledge what's going on and you want to acknowledge that some people might be struggling. Or maybe you want to use a little sense of humor and of course do it without being insensitive. And then by all means, get creative. Selling is okay right now and it's in you to do it. I know it is. But if you need a break from selling, that is completely understandable too. A great tip a master shopkeeper offered is to record videos for future use, and I really like this idea. So if you're still able to get into your store and it just doesn't feel right to sell yet, maybe you can just go in and record a series of videos. It could be categories in your store, areas in your store, a certain product line, maybe Easter and seasonal items that are coming up, and then save all of those videos on your phone so that when you do feel better and when you are prepared to sell, You'll have those saved and you can start posting them on social media. 
The next one is, this health crisis is really scaring me. And I just want to say that it really scares me too. But the best you can do right now is to help flatten the curve. And if this is one of your fears, that it scares you, then I know you're doing what you can to help the situation. Doing your own part is the best you can do to protect yourself, your family, your customers. And then remember that you can't control the rest. Trying to control it all will only bring you more anxiety and stress. The next one I've been hearing is, I'm struggling at home. I've had shopkeepers tell me they're overwhelmed with all the questions their children are asking them, the task of homeschooling, maintaining a household, all while trying to generate revenue for their retail businesses. And to this, I just want to say that you, I really want you to give yourself some grace. This is a huge adjustment for all of us. It takes time to find a balance. A good way to make ourselves feel better is to implement gratitude into your daily activities. Doing this will sometimes help you put things under perspective so you can write things down every morning or every every evening before you go to bed about what you are grateful for. And it's a good reminder of what we do have and that there is happiness. It's hard right now, but that there is happiness and joy around us. I've also heard others are writing thank yous or handwritten notes to family and friends, and this makes you feel good too. The next one is, I have been extremely emotional. So I've talked to many shopkeepers over the past few weeks and found that the first two weeks after temporarily closing our stores seems to be the most challenging and the most emotional, including for myself. I experienced this too. So if you recently closed your store or you know that it's coming, I just want you to know that that really heavy feeling that that we experienced two weeks, that first two weeks after we closed our store, it does get better. So I first, I don't want you to be surprised by how emotional it is. And second, I want you to know that it does get better. At least I really hope it gets better for you. The next one is I'm extroverted and lonely. So I personally am the complete opposite of this. I'm an introvert. But what I do know is that it's important for extroverts to continue connecting with friends and family during this time. So use Zoom or FaceTime so that you can hop on group calls or do one-on-one calls with really good friends or really close family members. I know it's not the same, but what could be worse is if you don't connect at all, and I don't want you to do that. If possible, it might also help to get outside and walk in your neighborhood or go to a park. And of course, you want to practice social distancing, but even seeing and waving at neighbors or people in your community can help. I'm proud to say Doris is the sponsor of this season of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. If you aren't familiar with Doris, they are a premier distributor in the arts and crafts industry, but they are so much more than arts and crafts. They have on-trend home decor items, bridal, garden, gifts, and some great items for creating beautiful store and booth displays. Not only that, Doris has a fantastic blog that includes categories for both makers and brick and mortar businesses. As an independent retail store owner myself, it's really nice to know that we can place a minimum order for only $75. You don't hear that very often. Doris has an exclusive offer for Savvy Shopkeeper listeners. Use promo code SHOP20, that's S-H-O-P-20, at checkout for 20% off your order. Offer valid through December 31st, 2020. Visit Doris.com, that's D as in David, A-R-I-C-E.com, Doris.com, to check out everything they have to offer. And this next one is the complete opposite of the one I just mentioned. 
This one is, I'm introverted and realize I love to work alone. What does this mean for my future as a brick and mortar store owner or as a shopkeeper at all if you're selling in person? So being an introvert doesn't mean you can't love being a brick and mortar shopkeeper or selling at market events. I'm an introvert and I love the one-on-one interaction I get with our customers, but I equally value the alone time at home. So I guess what I want you to know is you can find a nice balance when you do open again. It might mean reworking things, like it might mean hiring an employee to work the front end of your business so you can manage the back end. But it is manageable. And I'm glad you realize this because this is something I think we should all realize about ourselves, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. The next one is I'm being shamed for selling and it's frustrating. Unfortunately, I personally feel like this should not be happening. We as small business owners contribute to the economy and it's important that we continue to do this. Others shaming you could be the result of their own frustration and struggles. And I'm not saying it's fair or what they're doing is right, but most likely this is about them and not about you. Next is, I need to use this time to strategize, but I feel bad. So I think this one is interesting. I'm hearing this from shopkeepers who are not dependent on their shop's income to live their lives and pay their bills. Even though this time is stressful, I don't want you to view this extra time that you have as a negative. Look at your available time as a blessing and get to work. It's okay. Reach out to a biz bestie who can start strategizing or start working on the plan yourself, but don't feel guilty about having this time to do some work. Don't feel bad about that. And the next one is I'm struggling with how to best handle my team right now. And this one probably is one of the hardest, but I've heard shopkeepers feel extreme guilt about laying off employees and other shopkeepers who are doing their best to keep team members on. If this is you, I want to remind you personally that you've done nothing wrong. We have been mandated to close our stores, and that's something that's out of our control. It's unfortunate, but this is forcing us to shift how we handle our finances. At this point, we need to cover the bare minimum so our businesses can survive. If you can continue to generate revenue and keep team members on, that's great, but please do not keep team members on at the expense of your business. Be compassionate and offer what you can, but I don't want to see anyone drowning in debt or closing their business because you felt obligated to keep employees on your payroll. If it helps, there's a break-even analysis spreadsheet in the coronavirus resources section in the Academy, in the Shopkeepers Academy. It's free. It's easy to use. It was gifted to us by Sarah Nemechek of WE Profit Foundry, We Profit Foundry. And it really helps you figure out your own numbers. So you can use it to determine if you want to keep team members on or if you can't, whatever it may be. It'll help you determine what you need to do to break even every month until we get back up and running again. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. Also, one more thing I want to mention around this is there is help on the way in form of relief for businesses. And I think a lot of small business owners are feeling that everything that's being offered is a loan, but some of these loans are going to be forgivable and there are grants out there. And there are definitely programs out there that will help business owners with employees. The CARE Act, which was passed this last week, I have to think about this. Yeah, it was passed this last week is one of the resources. So I'll link the SBA application in the show notes, but please consider some of these programs and do your research. The next one is, I'm consuming myself with busy work and it's exhausting me. 
Well, this could be your coping mechanism, but please remember that your health and mindset need to be protected right now. Try your best to disconnect. Gift yourself with this time. Do something that relaxes you. Meditate, exercise, read a book, watch a TV show that brings you joy. Step away from work. My sister and I often joke in the store when we're working on projects and they're not working out, we'll tell each other, just step away. Step away. (laughs) Last but not least and this one hurts the most, is I won't survive this as a business. So many tears have been shed over the past few weeks, and this has been the most difficult issue to deal with. As a leader, I'm supposed to be strong for everyone else, but man, this has been challenging. And I'll admit, I've shed some tears with other shopkeepers. And the only thing that I can think of is, I guess I'm a a human being too, and um, I have to give myself some grace but it has become a little bit easier. But if this is how you are feeling right now, I'm asking you to find strength, like really go in and find the strength. I'm asking you to get as savvy as possible. When I think about naming this business and and naming our community Savvy Shopkeeper and Savvy Shopkeepers, it really, really applies right now. So take a really hard look at your expenses, and I mean a very hard look. Cut out anything that isn't necessary. Make phone calls or send emails to get discounts or payments waived. Contact your vendors if you need to suspend orders. And this includes reaching out to your landlord about rent. Rent is one of our biggest operating expenses as brick and mortar store owners. So it's really important that you do everything you possibly can to minimize expenses right now. This will also mean that you have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with wait times on phone calls. And it also means that you're going to be vulnerable and it sucks because trust me, I had to do this myself when I sent an email to our landlord. But please do not let your pride get in the way. Also, you will want to take some time to research grants or other small business programs, both in your area and nationwide. I know I mentioned this before, but it's really important. I think so many of us are overwhelmed with everything and the thought of any kind of paperwork or in-depth paperwork might overwhelm us. So this is a point that I'm going to make often. Please, please do the research so that you can get the help that you need. We all need to be savvy right now, more than ever. One thing I hear often when shopkeepers reach out to me is that they're grateful for Savvy Shopkeeper and the communities within it because it's nice to know we are not alone in this. So I'll say this one more time. You are not alone. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 24. And just one more thing that I want to mention is this is the last episode of season two. Normally, I would take a break for a week or two at the end of a season, but because of our current situation, I'm leaning towards no break. I also realize I need to take care of myself too. So this is going to be a game time decision, but don't be surprised if I come back next week with another episode. Until season three, whenever it may start, be savvy, boss up, and stay healthy.